You're listening to Tech Nest, the PropTech Podcast. In each episode, you'll hear from PropTech founders, investors, and industry veterans on how they're using tech to change the way we buy, sell, and invest in real estate. Discover market opportunities, interesting data, growth tactics, and trends driving the industry forward. This isn't just another podcast about making money in real estate. This is about how we live. And now your host, Nate Smoyer. All right. Special edition TechNest podcast. The Inc. 5000 episode. We're going to recap a bunch of prop tech companies that have made the Inc. 5000. I'm going to go ahead and start with the definition of prop tech and what is prop tech. And I'm just going to say it right out front. I don't know. I don't have the uh, defined definition. I know this is the prop tech show. But if I got to be honest, I don't know, man. What is prop tech? What business isn't tech anymore? What business isn't tech enabled anymore? You know, if you're using software to run your business, does it make it a prop tech just because it's in, in real estate? Maybe not. Probably not. Is it just tech enabled? What does that even mean? I mean, just because you have a CRM, you have a website, you have some forms. That being said, I'm looking at the intersection of leveraging technology for the purpose of buying, selling, investing in real estate. As I like to say on this show, we're, we're featuring and highlighting those working to transform the way we buy, sell, and invest in real estate. And so then uh, that's what I'm going to use as my definition for prop tech. You can also say real estate tech. And uh, the only thing I'm going to get testy on is that prop tech is spelled with a lowercase t. I don't do the I don't do the camel case thing. I know some people like to do that and it's okay. That's probably, hey, look, I'm not the originator of the term. It is what it is. Let's talk about the Inc. 5000. Inc. 5000 just, or Inc. Magazine just released their Inc. 5000 fastest growing private companies in the U.S. Handful of things to know about this. Uh, this is all based on self-reported data. So this is data that the, the companies have reported themselves. It's not audited by anyone else. Uh, it's only private companies, so it's not public companies. It's based on the growth percentage over the last three years. And in this cohort, that means the company must have generated at least 100000 in gross revenue for the year 2019 and a minimum of $2 million for the year of 2022. So uh, there's that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go down a list. Uh, some of these companies I actually know really well. And quite frankly, some of them I don't know all that well. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it that. I'm going to start the, uh, what do we want to do? Ascending or descending order? I was going back and forth on this. Maybe we'll do uh, descending order. That is from those ranked further down the list and then go up. That's actually ascending order. Um, either way, uh, Moxie Works, Moxie Works was ranked 2,824. Moxie Works is a, they're a tech company. They have lots of different solutions, marketing, advertising, management, integrations. Um, you know, primarily you'll find Moxie Works, um, you know, as they describe, they're, they're optimizing business, building eye-catching websites, recruiting more agents. MoxieWorks is helping hundreds of brokerage like yours survive. They're working with the, the real estate agents and brokerages themselves. I don't have a number of how much they have raised in funding, but their three-year growth trajectory was 189% is what they were able to achieve. Uh, 
Ranked at 2024, Rent Dynamics most recently acquired by Intrada uh, and also recently featured on TechNest. You can find a link to their episode on technest.io. You can find uh, this bonus episode, and I'll, I'll link directly to the interview I had with Mike Wolber there. Uh, I don't have a number of what they've raised. They have saw a 276% growth over the last three years. Uh, Rent Dynamics is a data platform, multifamily CRM, contact center, as well as they have a, a financial platform called Rent Plus as part of their offering for renters. Moving on to Valkyrie, ranked at 2009. Valkyrie is an appraisals solution. They uh, have raised $12.7 million and uh, 279% growth. I don't know a whole lot about the uh, appraisal industry, but appraisal technology, there's kind of a, a few areas uh, to make why this is a, an interesting um, industry or, or segment of the industry, you know, the number of appraisers isn't exactly growing. There's actually, um, some States, there's quite, uh, some barriers to becoming an appraiser and getting better at appraising. Uh, you know, there's maybe not as much incentive as the demand is there, but there's other sides of the demand, like what it means for lenders and others in the industry to getting deals done. So others are motivated by it. There's still lots to, uh, think about in this side of the business, but Valkyrie not focused on the residential, focused on the commercial side. And you can see that in their name. Uh, I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to go ahead and infer Val is in valuation. And then the Cree, C-R-E being commercial real estate, their focus on the commercial real estate side and and appraisal software. Moving on to uh, a company called Evernest, Evernest Evernest.co. They were ranked at uh, 1646. I have an unknown amount raised for them. And they experienced a 341% growth over the last three years. Uh, they describe themselves as a local partner with a national presence for those looking to build rental portfolios of single or multifamily properties. Uh, so they're, you know, they're working with investors across the country and they have a handful of solutions, uh, including uh, HOA uh, and association management uh, as they're offering, um, moving on to Curbio, they were ranked at 1,467. They provide real estate agents and clients, easier hassle-free renovations solution uh, that helps them get their listings sold faster. Curbio also a previous guest on TechNest. They have raised 126 million according to Crunchbase and experienced about a 393% growth over the last three years. I'll include a link to their episode, a really interesting uh, offering that they have here. Uh, Essentially, I would describe it as risk-free renovations uh, prior to selling a home uh, for the sellers. And then of course, on the back end, that's how Curbio makes money is through the renovations. Ranked at 1,375 is Roofstock. Roofstock's been a guest. They were one, I believe uh, we had Roofstock on the very first season of TechNest. They've raised over $365 million, uh, have seen 425% growth over the last three three years. Roofstock has a myriad of products, including their marketplace. They have a fund product. They have a blockchain product. Uh, One thing that... is, um, you know, I think uh, really interesting about Roofstock is despite all the market conditions, they still were able to experience significant growth 
um, you know, the number of transactions are down. Investors really pulled back, especially the mom pops in the last 12 months, and they were still able yet to uh, achieve some quite significant growth. Excited for Roofstock. I know that they've done a lot of things, including uh, acquisition of Stessa. Uh, they have their own um, property management company, Gray Jones. And so, um, you know, a lot of big things coming out of Roofstock, ranked at number uh, 1,375. All right. Now we're breaking into the top 1,000. First company here is Rent Spree. Rent Spree is a platform that helps uh, realtors with property management needs. Uh, think about uh, you know listing and uh, screening tenants on behalf of clients. Uh, they have raised a 27.7 million according to Crunchbase and experienced just under 600% at 598% growth over the last three years. One thing that's fascinating about Rent Spree, and you can hear this in the TechNest interview with Mike Lucarelli is their distribution strategy through partnering with MLSs nationwide. Orchard, ranked at 984, says their mission is to make home buying stress-free, fair, and simple. Orchard uh, is uh, working on the finance side of buying. Have raised raised $472 million, according to Crunchbase. I don't know how much of that might have been like debt services like the, or, or, or instruments providing loans or not. Uh, or if it was all equity, uh, 602% was their rate of growth over the last three years. Um, but if I were to summarize in, in, in the the services here, so Orchard helps you buy your next home before you sell. So kind of like that bridge loan service area, um, but uh, just a little bit of a twist on it and bringing a little bit uh, faster services to it. Of course, you know, thinking about their integrated services, how they work with local agents and that sort of thing, is, uh, that gives them the, the tech advantage, if you will, over some of the competition. All right, coming in at 902, Snap Listings, a full funnel real estate marketing agency. Uh, and what makes them the tech side, leveraging data science and cutting edge strategies to impress, for, for, to uh, from, from impression to close. So from the very first time you see a property, getting it to closed. Uh, I don't have a number of how much they've raised in order to drive their growth, but they have achieved 650% growth over the last three years. Entering into property management area, Poplar Homes, previously known as One Rent and a two-time guest on TechNest, they're a tech-enabled property management company. They've raised $131.9 million, according to Crunchbase, and have achieved 683% growth over the last three years. One interesting thing about Poplar is they're using an M&A strategy for, as part of their growth, uh, finding property management companies in markets that they want to expand into, acquiring those property management companies, applying the tech, and then ramping up the performance of those property management companies. Uh, Chuck Hadamer, the CEO, CMO, excuse me, and one of the co-founders uh, explains the strategy in the most recent interview we had him on the show. Coming in at 777 on the Inc. 5000 Stack Source, they help simplify commercial real estate financing. And I have, according to Crunchbase, that they've raised 3.3 million, but I don't think that includes any of the funding tools that they would be using for issuing loans. They've achieved a 758% growth in revenue over the last three years. Uh, quite remarkable. Commercial has been an interesting uh, segment of the market to be following. Obviously, office, not so great. Uh, but at the same time, uh, if you're on the industrial side of things, uh, the last few years have been quite remarkable. It's interesting to to follow and see where things will be going. 
especially as a lot of balloon um, payments become due or you know loan terms need to be renegotiated and with interest rate environment dramatically changing this could be quite a shakeup for the lending environment coming in at 533 we have a company called rebuilt and uh, honestly this was a, a new one to me i'm not familiar with them all that well uh, rebuilt has raised 17.2 million and according to uh, traction uh, website traction wasn't able to find that on Crunchbase. They were the the first company on this list to break over that one thousand percent growth at a thousand ninety six percent growth over the last three years. One uh, one of the things they advertise is no fees, no commissions on selling homes and working with them directly. Um, the idea is that you sell your home and then buy investment properties, uh, getting access to their off-market properties, um, whether it's a, a flip or a, a buy and hold. Um, so they do both sides of the deal here, and you can see how that would really make sense if they're, they're on both sides of that, uh, con- kind of controlling the supply chain, if you will, of uh, homes be- either between investors or from consumer to investor. Uh, I think that this is actually probably going to continue as a, a segment if you will, I'm going to go ahead and not want to guess here. I think more companies will get involved in this like uh, supply chain of, all right, we'll take your home and we're going to market it to a very specific audience and it won't have to go on the MLS. Um, I don't think this is going to be the mainstream, but I do think this type of transaction is going to continue. It's not anything new. I think just the ability to have a broader audience, uh, uh, a larger marketplace, um, is going to continue to increase. And then when you vertically integrate services like financing and insurance inspections, the ability to do 3D tours, detailed photographs, I think it only uh, amplifies the ability for marketplaces like this to exist. All right, coming in at 510 is a company called PadSplit. They are the nation's largest co-living marketplace. So they work with both the owner who's looking to do co-living as the, the way they rent out their space. And then they find the residents who are looking for co-living to reduce their overhead monthly living expenses on rent. They raised $35.2 million according to Crunchbase and achieved 1,152% growth over the last three years. Uh, I think co-living was also one of those categories that the pandemic may have put a little bit of a dent into, but uh, given uh, cost of living increasing across the board, including rent prices, uh, especially in big cities. There's definitely a future for co-living. There's an audience for it. It'll be interesting to see how that segment of the market continues to increase. All right, breaking into the top 500, we'll start with a company called Ballscat, previously known as Punchlist USA. Uh, they uh, complete home improvement projects uh, through their streamlined repair, renovation, and maintenance solutions. The maintenance side, I love the maintenance side of uh, prop tech. Uh, there's so much more to be done here. And uh, I think there's going to be continued growth. And so I'm not surprised to see this company be the first one on the list here of breaking the top 500. Uh, they've raised $48.7 million according to Crunchbase and achieved 1,175% growth over the last three years. Coming in at 487, company previously known as Move Easy called Live Easy. Uh, they make moving and living experiences easier. Uh, they've raised 13. Uh, 13 million, excuse me, uh, according to uh, Crunchbase, and achieved a growth rate of 1,204% over the last three years. Coming in at 319, and admittedly, 
I forgot this company on my original LinkedIn post about the Inc. 500 prop tech companies, but one of my favorites and a previously featured company on TechNest, Chunker. I love the Chunker brand. Brad, if you're listening to this, one thing that's on my bucket list is a Chunker hat. It's just, you know, it's the name, it's the look, it's the color. I'm just jealous you thought of it first. Um, On-demand supply chain solutions. What does that mean? Short-term rentals, pop-up uh, services, transportation. Uh, think about, you know, easy way to describe this is Airbnb for, for warehousing. Obviously, um, this might not be everyone's first go-to of like what the world needs, but this is a need. And there's a really uh, clear business cases for this. Uh, Brad talks about this in the interview we had with him on the show where we talked about warehousing in general. Uh, I don't have a number of how much they've raised, but 1,481% growth over the last three years. This is a newer market segment uh, as far as how they're able to execute this seamlessly and smoothly leveraging tech. That's really the secret sauce here. Arbitrage of space isn't anything new, but how you can do it at a larger scale simply online with a you know essentially with one centralized back office that's that's different all right breaking into the top 200 we have transactly at 126 they provide the technology tech enabled services to coordinate real estate transactions across us and canada haven't talked much on this side of the business lately uh, I tend to avoid these types of uh, services. A lot of it's all tech, but uh, I thought it was very notable that so far up the list, um, they have raised eleven hundred, oh, excuse me, eleven point five million, according to Crunchbase, and achieved a growth rate of thirty eight hundred fifty two percent. Remarkable to see that much. And then uh, finally, we have uh, our last company to round up the list, sitting at one hundred twenty five, a company called Lula. Rental property maintenance solutions powered by their network that they vet uh, of contractors. They've raised 4.2 million, according to Crunchbase, and achieved a growth rate over the last three years of 3,871%. This is, of course, not all of the prop techs on the list. There's more on the list. I know we could have gone much further into each ones, but then this episode would have been about three hours long. Uh, of course, you can check out the list. I'll put a link to the full. Inc. 5000 list on technest.io. Just look for this episode in the link, the list of episodes. If I miss an, a, a prop tech company on the list, promise you, wasn't anything personal. Uh, I was looking for the ones I knew as well as ones that uh, fit the description of real estate technology. Uh, some of these companies were in the software category, not the real estate category. So that kind of makes it a little bit difficult to find all the relevant ones. I'm sure there's more. So if you want to tell me the companies I missed, you can head over to the iTunes store. Go ahead and write me a review and tell me which ones I missed. I'll probably give you a shout out in a future episode uh, where we will talk about all the things I've done wrong around here <laughs> or not, uh, you know, but uh, maybe. Anyway, um, that's it from me on the Inc. 5000. Congrats to each one of these PropTech leaders representing for all of us on the fastest growing private companies in the U.S., if you want more episodes like this, uh, where I cover more broadly industry news or uh, you know more like company overviews, if you will, so you can get some introductions to companies that haven't been on the show or haven't been on the show for some time, yeah, let me know. Uh, you can shoot me an email, nate at realteampanda.com. And of course, as always, uh, I, I don't say this much anymore because it's in the outro music. But if you want to be a guest on the show, 
or you know someone who should be a guest on the show and you want to recommend them, shoot me an email. Let me know. Uh, I'm always looking for someone who's doing something unique, leveraging tech to transform the way we buy, sell, and invest in real estate to have on the show. And so we can talk through the important matters. Anyway, that's it for me. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to TechNest, the PropTech podcast. Find all the links and resources mentioned in this episode on technest.io. You can get future episodes delivered to your ears directly by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all other major podcast apps. Follow TechNest on social media to stay up to speed on new developments, resources, and announcements in PropTech. Your support is greatly appreciated. There's two ways you can directly support this podcast. Share episodes you find interesting and then leave a review of the show in the App Store. From Nate and the TechNest team, thanks for listening.